M, y'all. Peace. Bonus. This is the Views on the Seven podcast. I miss when Lil' Kim used to really look like a woman. Forget oh what Lil' Kim goodness. used to look like, man. Yeah, I didn't even know Skinny was fucking Lil' Kim, boy. That's my <laughs> nigga right there, you feel me? Now she look like Buddha. <laughs> do that, man. I was to kill, man. Bonus episode! This is your guy, Spence. I'm joined with my homeboy, Skinny. Yeah, yeah. Ivan. What's good? Hey. What's happening? What's up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Good. <laughs> look! <laughs> <laughs> Back in this motherfucker the day after the other one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, today, man, we have a bonus episode for y'all. We have the lovely queen, Miss Deborah Porter. Deborah, Deborah Porter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Went through all that before he started. All that we went through before. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man, shout out, uh, shout out to that queen. Uh, it's, it might get a little nasty. Um, do not listen to this around the kids. Um uh it's it's going to be about black erotica man um we're going to get into you know what us as men can do better to please our women uh yeah man it's gonna get it's gonna get a little wild this nigga gave yeah. y'all a breakdown before so y'all know this shit finna be nasty oh, this he shit ain't finna never be did na- this uh, <laughs> <laughs> what Y'all got any uh any thoughts before we uh get into it? I feel like we in a uh, <laughs> in a remake for Boomerang today, man. You got Nasty Nate, Strange in this motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> Lady Eloise. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it feel like today is. Man. Any thoughts before we get into it? No, nah, I'm, I'm uh-huh. more uh, curious just to hear what the Queen got to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Understand me? Understand me? Understand me? All right, man. Without further ado, here we go. Deborah. Deborah, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dog. You don't watch no Dragon Ball, man. Well, hello, hello. Miss Deborah, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad to hear from you. I said it right, right? Yeah, you. Oh, did. okay. We've been. Yeah. Was, I've been practicing no, for the last we. ten minutes. <laughs> not we. <laughs> not we. Practicing. Well, we be practicing. Um, you are live. This is the views from the Seven Podcast. I do appreciate you. I really do. 
Um, you know, we here, us fellas, we love to learn. Yeah. And we love to learn from those that come before us, um, especially our women. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, so can you give the people um, a little bit about yourself um, before we get into the show? I can. So my name is Deborah Porter. Um, I am now have become the face of my brand, mm. which is Oh Yeah Right There. And um, it's really a community of women of color over 50 mm. um, who want the freedom to explore and express and own their sexuality. And so with that, and I probably have been involved in it at about 10, 12 years. Okay. Um, we've done live events here in Vegas. We've done live erotic shows. Um, I partnered with um, the erotic museum here. We did erotic scavenger hunts. We've mm. done other events like the art of flirting. Um, we even did a barbershop talk with Twix. Um, okay, shout out. About yeah, about two years ago. So, and that was fun. And we kind of wanted to redo it and just never revisit it that, you know, uh, but it was a good turnout and, and uh, we learned a lot. Men got a chance to ask questions and be free and talk about what they wanted to talk about. So I've kind of been involved in erotica more than just the 10 or 12 years. Those are probably when I started the events, but I've been writing erotica as an author oh for probably close to 20 years. So. Mm. So that's that's my game, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so, um, your 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 target demo is women over fifty. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that by choice? Like, are are younger women involved, or? Yeah, I mean, we do have quite a few younger women involved. In fact, my daughter, um, who is, I'm not even going to say, but close to 40, um, but she was um, really involved with me initially when we started these events probably about eight years ago. Okay. So it's not that we're excluding younger women. It's just that really women 50 and over are our tar target audience, really. Why Why? Why? Why women 50 plus? Like, why, why is that your target audience? <laughs> well, what I've discovered is that women uh, of a certain age, my age, um, aren't as sexually savvy as you would think mm. because mm. we are baby boomers. So we, you know, we grew up in an era of keep your skirt down, keep your legs closed. You know, you didn't talk about sex. I mean, I didn't have a conversation with my mother about sex. Mm. So what you learned was, you know, through trial and error through you know talking in the bathroom that kind of shit so it was real important um mm. to me to talk about not only um sexual matters but how do we own our own sexuality at this age because um you know i had a, a girlfriend who was my age who said to me okay so girl i bought this lube so now what i do with it so how, how do I, she said, how do I keep it in me? And I said, oh, baby, well, you should put it on him. You're not going to put it in yourself because <laughs> yeah. it's not going to stay. But my point is, there's just a lot of assumptions that older or mature women um, are as sexually savvy as people think, and we're not. 
that's 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 crazy to me because I'm looking at the age of the baby boomers. What you, what years y'all were born? Um, mm-hmm. And y'all lived through the 70s. You know, from what yeah. I know, the 70s, I would think y'all would be very sexually liberated. So to hear you say women in that age group aren't as sexually liberated as we think they are, that's it, it bothers yeah. me a little bit. But keep in mind, because I grew up in that, like I said, in that era, and I remember the 70s. I grew up in Berkeley, California. It didn't get no more free love than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but by that time, I was 18, 19 years old. You know, my sexual identity and what I thought about sex had already been formed mm. because, you know, so I, I, I then learned or started to learn about being sexually free and uh, being able to express myself. But even now, um, it's, it's, it's hard for women and even younger women, I, I won't even exclude them to um, be expressive because especially for black women, we walk such a fine line. Cause if I tell you, I like sex, I'm going to tell you what I want. You know, um, I'm free. I want, I want to be, I want to explore. If I say all those things to my partner, then the eyebrows go up like, Hmm, you might be a little promiscuous. You might be a little too free, but if I don't, you know, if I, you know, lay there with my granny panties on and, and, you know, we don't have a discussion and I tell you I'm married to Jesus, then, I, you know, I'm repressed. So we walk this fine line of being able to be free um, without being judged. Do you, do you, um, do you feel like religion and the way we were brought up has a lot to do with that? child yes honey (laughs) that has framed a whole lot of stuff about our sexuality and do's and don'ts and um you know even today you have women who are in the church and god bless them i was raised in the church so you know no shade um yeah i grew up reading the bible and you know vacation bible school i did all of that so i know that i can speak freely when i say you have today sitting in churches today christian women who um still struggle with um being free in the bedroom with their husbands Mm -hmm. not just some random you know i'm just some guy i'm dating and we hooked up but i'm talking about this is the man you married to that you say god has smiled on and blessed and yet you still get to the bedroom and struggle right that's crazy mm. all the girls i went to church to was freaks they was all <laughs> they were all sexually liberated that's the term we're gonna use today <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the scriptures say i need that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, um so you you were talking about assumptions um and what we would assume uh, women uh, 50 plus are. I don't even want to, I don't want to keep, what is the correct term? Is there a correct term? I don't want to keep saying 50 plus. Just say mature. Well, you know what? The, uh, mature women. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, any mature woman, because you can be a little around 40 and still be sexually mature or, you know, so yeah, yeah a mature woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about assumptions. Um, are there, what are, other assumptions that we would think more mature women and men that maybe you've experienced. Um, what are some of the biggest obstacles in the in in the bedroom? Yeah, I, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is that there is an assumption that once you reach 45, 50 years old, that you're no longer interested in sex, okay. period. 
you know, um, I shock the hell out of my grandsons all the time because I sit down and talk to them about it. And they're looking mm. at me one eye, you know, and with the side eye, like, yeah. what do you know? Because there's an assumption that if you are, if you're a mature woman, then you're not, in, you're not having sex. Yeah. When we probably are the most free mm. because listen, I'm not worried about pregnancy. Mm. I'm not worried mm. about <clears throat> any of those. God bless you. Um, yeah, I mean, those. I'm, I'm free because I don't have those hangups. You know, most mature women are not um, necessarily have this marriage focus. You know, I don't have no biological clock ticking. I've been there, done that. I've had my kids. Yeah. So it it liberates you to just be free, just be who you are. And, and um, you know, yes. my biggest thing is having women learn to ask for what they want. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> coming from a, um, this is a strictly I'm, I'm, I want to learn. What what are some things that you would demand in the bedroom at this point in time in your life? Oh Lord, um, I I think the biggest thing is communication okay. and a man taking his time. Oh. Because here's the thing: you can't jump in the bed. Well, I, I have to speak for myself. You can't jump in the bed with me and bring all these um, trendy tricks mm. to bed because and and use that to kind of hide your lack of skill. Oh, oh. wait, 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 wait. wait. You need you to say, that, say that in English, please. You got to elaborate oh. that one. That shit kind of hurt. Oh. Oh. You got to elaborate on that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, you know, there are certain trends now. You know, we everybody's licking ass, eating ass, mm. you know, uh, everybody getting choked out. I mean, those are, are trendy things. Mm. And I don't want you to jump in the bed with me and bring that to the bedroom and use it to hide the fact that you really lack other sexual skills. Uh. Like Wait. you don't know how to seduce. Oh, you don't know anything about my body. You don't know the body parts. You, you've never asked me what I like, you know, that lack of communication. So you hide behind these trendy little tricks because you just don't have no skills. Wait, so, mm. okay, so first of all, you gonna be hurt. You gonna be hurt. You gonna be hurt. A lot of feelings right now. But but here's the thing: a lot of women don't know the difference, particularly young sisters. Again, no shade. You're not as experienced, so you think because he's coming here, girl, he choked me out, and oh, you know, he turned me around and and flipped me over, and I ate his ass and he ate mine. But and then what? And then what? Oh, that, that then hurt, what? <laughs> and then what? What? What's happening? What just, are we doing? Starting to get into this conversation. So, okay, so, so, <laughs> I, do do none of those things have any value to you in the bedroom? No, I think they do, and I think there's a place for them. I absolutely do. But particularly as a mature woman, I want to be seduced because here's the thing. Here's the thing. This, if you take away nothing else from today. The object, the goal of us being together sexually yes. is not the orgasm. Mm. It's the pleasure. Mm. So if, if, if my goal is to give you pleasure and whatever that is, maybe you do like being choked out. Maybe I like being choked out. Whatever that does to bring you pleasure. If my goal is to bring you pleasure, then of course I'm going to have an orgasm and you will too. Okay. 
So, Talk to him. So what? Yeah, does, so does seducing the, the the art of seducing does that even start in the bedroom or does it start before you get oh, to the God, bedroom? Oh God, no! It's long before you get to the bedroom. Come on now. Yeah, you need to be. Uh, I think that it's a lost mm. art. People mm. don't take the time. That's why Jab. I said earlier, Jab. you know, a man to take his Uppercut. time. Um, <laughs> you know, you can't walk in the door from work. You and I both have worked all day and we got kids running around. Now we got to eat dinner and, yeah. and then expect me to fall into bed. And we just have this mad, passionate love. But we mm. haven't connected through the day. Mm. You know, mm. that, you know, for women, sex starts in our brains. That's where it begins. So if you can um, talk to me through the day, um, just reminding me how much you desire me, mm. you know, how much you want to be with me, how much you can't wait, what you plan to do to me, that that starts, you know, shit, that's over the cornflakes when you leave in the morning. That that starts early. Mm. Over mm. the cornflakes. I like that. See, a lot, of that, <laughs> <laughs> I like a that. lot of that stuff, it seems like you do what we do as men, we do in the honeymoon phase. Yeah, but yeah. eventually, that stuff you with time and place it for yeah, sure. shit like that starts phasing out. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, here, here's the thing: it's not just on men. Women do it too. We stop, you know. We we stop. Who um, oh, help us, Lord? We you know we wrap our heads. We put on the grim panties. We mm. put on the nightgown and the socks if it's cold. And then we wonder why when you get to the bed. <laughs> you're not interested so you know it it works both ways but um we can't overlook the importance of that okay this this is kind of off topic but i want to ask i saw you have a platform called cyber right sundays what is what does it mean to be cyber right for you uh, and it's cyber right okay i apologize <laughs> no worries look, 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 so, we, uh, <laughs> you got a lot of ti words on your platform <laughs> 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 so, so you know, you've heard of hedonism, where uh, some, some someone that is involved with hedonism is very involved with pleasure and um, the erotic and the sexual, the sensual. And so a sybarite or someone who's involved with being sybaritic <laughs> um, is along the same lines, except it, it is more of a sensual luxury piece that's added to the mix and then it's part of your characteristics like you couldn't stop it if you wanted to like this is who i am mm. innately on the inside yeah. whereas a sybarite you can kind of come and go i mean uh, where with hedonism you can kind of come and go so that's sybarite sunday and um i just i read erotic poetry and erotic short stories and talk shit and yeah <laughs> that was the, that was the part where I was kind of like, well, I read the definition. I'm like, what does it mean for to what does sensuous luxury mean? So can you break that down for me? Well, it's um, it's you know, it's almost like what we're talking about, you know, taking your time and understanding erotica, because um, they're very close. They're very close when you when you talk about erotica and sensuality and luxury. They're very close. Um, erotica is not porn. And I used to say this to 
um, the actors that were in our live stage performances, you have to be able to define the difference because I'm guaranteeing you, if you go back to your family, they go ask you, girl, you doing porn now? What you doing? Yeah. So they have to understand that it's sensual, it's touch, um, it's smell, it's, um, it's the arousal of the mind, um, it's implied. So if I wear a pair, pair of booty shorts, that's implied of what my punani look like. But, you know, if I just walk in there with no panties, I'll crotchless panties, then there ain't nothing left to the imagination. You can see it. Right. So mm. there's, a, there's a difference, um, and that's where sybarite comes in. It's the luxury of that Im- implication, that implied sensuality. You're cooking today. Okay, so is it safe to say that you don't want to have sex if there's no erotic buildup? Um, yes and no. Here's the thing. I think that there's a place for a quickie, ain't nothing like morning sex, bad breath and all. Um, there are times that if I want a guy to dominate, just walk in and this is what I need and let's just do the damn shit right here Mm. on the counter, rake everything off. But that cannot be the norm consensually. I mean, uh, consistently. (laughs) Okay, so the norm has to be the erotic buildup, and then you know yeah. the you know everything else is considered basically spontaneous uh, yeah. acts to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and here's the thing: the erotic buildup doesn't have to be some long drawn out. You know, I talked about calling me during the day, but that doesn't have to be every day. Oh, yeah. HBO know? didn't do a good job of showing that younger when I was a kid trying to <laughs> trying to look at porn. I always seen the erotic movies, and it was just long, and I just always went to sleep before they got to anything. Right. <laughs> Listen, and porn is fucking us up. And let me tell you, this is what oh, I told my eight-year-old grandson. Oh, course, uh, this is what Come I told on. my eight-year-old grandson because he has now discovered uh, porn. Oh, and uh, ten is up. Talk okay. to us. <laughs> so, and this is what I told him. I didn't. I didn't want him to come away thinking that watching porn was this horrible thing, and oh my God, you a bad person. Mm. But I did want him to understand: is this shit is not real. Mm. It's like re- watching the WWE wrestling match. Mm. This hold shit on, is not real. She's slandering everything you are today. Not about to destroy my childhood. She's slandering everything today. Goodness. Wow, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, this shit is not real. Sex doesn't happen like that. Women are not always ready. And we walk in the room and, you know, my pussy is shaved and I'm just waiting on you. And I'm always hot and ready. And you always got a hard on. I mean, sex is messy. It's funny. People fart and poot and, you know, uh, shit. Especially as a mature woman, you lay back and your titties go on either side of your chest. Them the best titties. (laughs) Them the best titties right there. If the titties don't fall in the armpit, I don't want it. Oh, my goodness. That's what I'm saying. So that's real sex. You know what I'm saying? Grown-ups don't do that and that we don't look like that and that's not the way it happens so i want him to not ever go into a sexual relationship when he's ready thinking that this is how it's gonna be yeah because if that's not how it works yeah he's gonna constantly constantly be let down if, if that's his uh his vision of sex every time yeah, yeah. You, you and then you'll measure yourself 
mm. yourself, your own performance by uh -huh. what you watch these porn stars well, do. Well, I, I base my performance off of the porn, you know, So, but, but I am disappointed. <laughs> I've been disappointed in a lot of women yeah. for not uh, playing out the porn scene, right? So right. Yeah, now I got I to gotta send out an apology. I'm going on an apology tour, basically. We, uh, there you go. We uh, Call we, them up. We recently, uh, <laughs> we recently found out about the, the, the Mac appeals. So, you know, we reincarnated up in here. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> not everybody. I guess some of us got to, I guess we need to drink more sweet tea around this motherfucker. Maybe they <laughs> <laughs> can start working the way they're supposed to. Hey. Oh. Yeah. I, don't need, I don't need no McAfee around oh, here. <laughs> and the grapefruit and all that man. shit. Come on now. <laughs> uh, um, so. Did you did you have your you said your daughter was in her forties so you had your daughter kind of young? Yeah, uh, well not super young. First of all, I'm a, I'm gonna blow you away and tell you my real age because I'm not ashamed. Okay, uh, I just turned sixty six in March. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. And all so, right. mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> oh, you my dad. Good genes. <laughs> okay. So you, so yeah. so what you turned sixty six in March and you you know. Uh, being into sex that much, are you <clears throat> more targeting younger guys in their 40s and early 50s? Because I tell you right now, when I'm 66, I have no plans whatsoever of doing anything. So, <laughs> what do you see on the opposite <laughs> end? Put your dick on the table already. Right. On the opposite <laughs> end of your exact age from the from the males. No, I I wouldn't date a guy under 50. Ever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. And and listen, part of that look. Jada Pinkett Smith just put August mm, on, on blast. Some of these young guys can't shut up. Uh, you know, instead mm. of him just getting it on the regular and enjoying himself, he out uh -huh. here blabbing and talking, you know, proving his young age. Come uh, on now. But see, y'all got yeah. that, man. Y'all got that goal down there. Because <laughs> <All right. laughs> Jada's like, uh, I think she's 48 or 9 or somewhere along in there. She's getting up there. Yeah, she, that's her fault. She didn't fed that man Lucky Charms, then took away his <laughs> breakfast bowl. You know, that's on her. So you, so you say you say you won't, you wouldn't date a man under fifty, but would you have sex with one under fifty? Uh, probably not. Mm. Why? Uh -uh. Why is that? Um, it's just a maturity level. I don't even think a man matures until he's about thirty-five or forty years old. Mm. And well, until still then, ain't 50. he's still tripping. <laughs> okay. Damn. You said what? I said that still ain't fifty. I mean, thirty-five, forty. You know. Yeah, that that. It, and then what would we talk about? Because communication is is key. What would we talk about well, afterwards? Well, I talk about basketball, and you talk about Jada Smith. The latest Nike shoes, yeah, the latest yeah, all, Jordans all is that. out. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, I, I have a question. Um, yes. So you say you're, you say you're 66. So yes. um, I'm not going to assume, but I know most women at that age have gone through menopause. So how 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 does a woman go through menopause and then be able to rediscover her sexuality? Mm. Yeah, menopause is is a trip, and it it is a, it's a fact of life. First of all, you okay. can't escape it. It is what it is. And um, you know, last year I spoke at the CBD um, IO conference and talking about this very thing about menopause and how a lot of women are missing out because they're not including um, CBD and, and some other natural remedies, you know, in their whole sexual repertoire. Because there's all kinds of um, 
benefits, for example, with, with CBD that uh, can help lubricate, it helps heal. I mean, there's just a, a host of benefits. But I can say this, lube is your friend. Oh. Lube is your friend if you're in your 40s. I mean, it, it, um, it just allows you to extend the sex because, um, it, first of all, a dry vagina caused by menopause has nothing to do with a woman's arousal. Yeah. Okay. Because I can be aroused, I can want to have sex, but because of my age, my body is like, mm, I don't think so, not today. Mm. So you get around that by, you know, using a good lube, incorporating CBD, um, you know, some women take fish oil. I mean, there's a host of things that you can do, but it, it, it is a factor um, that you have to deal with. So it, so are the issues that are associated with menopause, is it more physiological? Is it more emotional? Is it more mental? Like, how do you, how do you, how would you characterize those the issues that are brought on by menopause? Well, I think it's really a combination, but definitely more physiological. Um, because again, you know, you can be aroused mentally and want to have sex and then, Physically, your body will have a dry vagina for a while. Um, I know that as you get older and menopause happens, you lose estrogen, which causes the vagina to kind of thin out. So some women, uh, mature women, have pain with um, with sex. Mm. So, it, I mean, you have to kind of know your body and where you are. And here's the thing, and not be afraid to tell your partner, look, I'm going through menopause, we need lube. Uh, how do you feel about that? You know, all of that. You can't just, uh, that's the thing. People don't communicate. Shit. Mm. We can talk about everything but yeah. sex. Mm. You know, we don't yeah. want to sit down outside the bedroom. Don't wait till you get under the sheets to talk about what pleases us. You know, most particularly black women don't even know where all the body parts are. They never took a mirror, looked down there, so they couldn't tell you the labia from the clit, from mm. the they don't know none of that. So if I don't know, then how the hell am I going to tell you, baby, touch me here, no, yeah. do it over here, I like this, like that. I would um, say I was I could say that's the same thing for men. So if you have two people that are really inexperienced, it's yeah, the shitstorm. <laughs> yeah, which again, that's why sometimes we the younger crowd will fall back on all these tricks and things, you know that they've heard mm. you ain't never you know choked nobody out in his life and now you're gonna knock me out on the bed because you don't <laughs> want to spend time asking me about you know so i'm laid up here unconscious because you don't even know where to choke me you done messed around and fucked with my carotid artery you know come on now um oh, because we don't want to spend the time talking about pleasure yeah. you know what turns you on what pleases you some you know, men like their nipples suck, some don't. Some women like to be touched, you know, on the clit, some don't. I mean, but you won't know till you ask. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Some, I, some men like a knuckle in their booty too, but we don't. So I saw you speak about uh my fault. Oh, you right here. I ain't see you right there. My fault, brother. Um <laughs> I saw you speak about uh you talked about a woman like you know, getting in the mirror and, and, and examining her own vagina. Like, so do you encourage masturbation? Oh God. Yeah. Cause how you gonna know? How you gonna know what you like? <clears throat> okay. The clit is the only thing in the human body, male or female that is designed solely for pleasure. 
There's no other function for it. That's why God put it there. So how do you know how much pressure you like? Do you like it fast? Do you like it slow? You won't, you won't discover any of that until you explore your own body. Mm-hmm. So masturbation is key. How, what's a healthy amount of masturbation for a woman, for a woman in your age range? Oh shit. I don't, you know, it, it just depends. It just depends. Cause you know, it's like I tell my grandson about porn, same thing with masturbation. I don't want to do it so often till I'm not interested in having sex with a man. Yeah. You know, if, mm. if you masturbating five, six times a day, um, you might need to get out more. Uh, mm. So, but if you've gone three, four, five months and never touched yourself, well, you yeah. might need to, you know, do a little self-care. Yeah. Mm. I think that's why um, when it comes to masturbation and toys, uh, for some of us men, um, we're, we are a little threatened by it because we feel like if you're doing it so much, there really is no need for me or I have the feeling like I can't please you. Yeah. 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 I, I, if, you know, here's the thing, men need to get this in their head and I swear to God, you'll be better for it. Masturbation or, and or sex toys will never, ever replace your dick, period. Mm, Ever, ever, ever. Because here's the thing. It's not, if I was just looking to something to fill the hole, then I could buy a dildo and fill a hole and be happy. But it's your smell. It's the hair on your legs because it's so different from mine. It's the texture of your skin. It's um, it, it's the shape of your face and your jaw, how your hands are bigger than mine. I mean, it's the whole masculine package mm. that comes with the dick. So I, the dildo's not going to give me all that. Yeah, I don't, I don't got bigger hands over here, so. yeah you you missed out let me tell you the best (laughs) sex i've ever had is when i took a guy with me to the toy store and we picked out something and Mm. went home and tried it Uh, mm, yeah mm. so you've been writing erotica for 20 years um when do you feel when do you feel you got sexual sexually liberated when do you feel it? Um, after my divorce. <laughs> after my divorce, so you, I felt. So you went through a whole marriage without feeling liberated? Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. But we were super young. I, I turned 21 in March. We got married in April. So I had just turned 21. Uh, he was only 22. So we were young and silly. Um, I knew nothing about. Uh, sexuality in the sense of exploring, being free, you know, for my husband and I to talk about what we liked and be interested. I didn't know anything about that. Mm. So we had sex. We enjoyed it, but it was pretty routine. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. So, <laughs> so, 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 routine when you, when you think of the I guess I guess I would say the younger kids because I hear a lot of women say that like they're in a relationship but they're not getting like the full experience until after right. or or you're cheating to get what experience you want. Um, what do you think? What advice can you give to the younger women? I know you focus on the older women, but what can you give the younger woman that's probably listening? 
relationships are like that are in you know, marriages or relationships yeah if you're in a marriage and you okay so we we into each other we decide we go do it we go tie the knot we get together we go build a life together not once did i ask you about sexual preference we don't talk about finances, how you raise the kids, you want to go to church, how much money you make, where you bank at. We don't ask all these questions, but we never talked about sex. Because I would want to know from this future husband, well, how often do we, how often we go through? I may want to screw three or four times a week, and you may say once a week on Sunday is fine. Mm. So, you know, you may say, hey, baby, I want you to come to bed, strip down naked, don't have nothing on. But I come to bed every night with my head wrapped and the headscarf and the nightgown and the socks on. So mm. we we fail to have sexual conversations even before we get married. But OK, right. so we went down the aisle. We didn't have a sexual conversation. Well, damn, don't you think over breakfast one morning we ought to say, look, <laughs> let's talk about you know, what, how we're going to be compatible. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's a compromise. It's a compromise. So, all right, he want to have sex four or five times a week. And sis, you are once a week or you got to step your game up mm. and vice versa, you know, but you won't know that till you have a conversation and we're not talking about it. We're not having those kind of conversations. Right. We get in it, but that's my husband. And maybe he's one of them jackrabbit fucks where, you know, he's in there mm. four or five minutes and just fucking like a rabbit and jump off and go to sleep. There's mm. no <laughs> communication. <laughs> you know, you ain't touch me afterwards. Ain't no mm. cuddling, no uh -huh. stroking. Mm, life is you know, rough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> life is rough. Life is rough. That's so that's over 40 years ago. Y'all don't have y'all didn't have sexting or none of that. So how could you had? bettered it you didn't have sexting you didn't have the oh i just seen this on the internet let's try this you didn't have them spare the moment spontaneous moments yeah i mean we didn't have the technology but don't be fooled i mean women let me tell you i was probably about 10 or 11 years old when i heard my mom and her friends in there talking about a man kissing her between her legs i had mm. never heard of anything okay. like that in my life and I was kind of like, what did she just say? Like, I know she didn't say he put his head down there. So <laughs> we, we've been, we've been experimental, um, even though it's kind of been on the under, you know what mm. I mean? It's not something you talked about. You know, I talk to my daughters now openly about it. That's not something my mother did with me. Yeah. Mm. My, um, the guys here have tough times talking to their daughters about sex. Oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not having no sex conversation with my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a tough time having that conversation. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we two for two in here. Yeah. Two of us ain't, two uh, of us ain't uh, taking okay. a chance. The other all two right. is. Look, look, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, One so, guy willing to buy toys and everything. He willing to make sure his daughter's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow, you remember that? So, yeah. so, we, so, so we had a we we had an argument, right? And the the debate was whether you would teach your child how to please themselves, or at least talk to them, versus them learning from said man that isn't good for them in in any way. Yeah, it's I know it's hard for men with their daughters. Um, 
my ex-husband didn't believe my college-age daughter was having sex away from home in college. And I said, she's probably screwing as often as she can. Come on now, wake up. So I know it's hard for guys, but you have to... I think it's a conversation depending on your child, how old they are, how mature they are, how well they can handle talking to you about sex, because you, as a parent, you want your kids to be able to talk to you about anything. Mm. And that includes sex. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you, you may have to let them take the lead in terms of the conversation, but that you, you have to say something. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, I would never initiate that conversation. If it came to me, <laughs> if it came to me, I wouldn't run from it. Not with my daughters. My, my son, I would have that conversation with him. But like my daughters. Well, and if if they get dating age, then you absolutely have to have the conversation. By the time they're sixteen, seventeen, or or whatever dating age is in your house, you have to talk about almost kind of what to expect or really like my ex and I, I'll give him, you know, hats off credit for this. He stepped up and told, you know, my daughters what to look out for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you got to give her a heads up. Yeah. I, I don't have a dating age in my house. Like you, no, you can't date here. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't date here. <laughs> He said you can't date. Yeah, I, would, as a, I think as a as a as a father, I would much rather my daughters hear it from me than learn it from someone else, and then they become stuck. Yeah. And then yeah. the shit goes, turns into a shit storm. It's all toxic. And then now, because my daughter is deep in her feelings, yeah, dad can't do anything now. Yeah. Or she'll no, rebel you- from me. Exactly. And she needs to know, first of all, that it is natural and normal for her to have this sexual desire. You know, you can't come down on her like, what are you doing? You know, close your legs. You shouldn't. Of course, it's natural. And 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 the fact that this guy may try to talk her into something she's not ready for, you know, that alone to tell her she controls this, you control this who's, you know, you're in control of your own body. So don't do nothing you're not ready for. Don't let nobody push you into sex or sexual acts or even oral sex, because, you know, that's a big thing where I'm still a virgin, but I'm sucking dick 24-7. Come on now. Oh, my God. Girls do it all the time. (laughs) But they do it all the time. So because, you know, my ex would tell my daughters, no, this nigga ain't going to die if you don't have sex. You don't believe that shit? Come on. But that's that's what they're told. And if if dad doesn't step up to refute that, then what? If in the course of this conversation, if I'm encouraging her to be a lesbian because I don't want her to be involved with no penis on any level at any time, is that okay, too? Talk to me. Talk to me. I mean, yeah, her sexuality yes. is up to her. But, yes, you know, talk to me. <laughs> that's totally up to her. And I, I don't have no problem with girls that like girls. Hey, if that's what floats your boat, that's great. But no, no, no. you still need to have the conversation. Am I allowed to encourage her that way? Because I think no. two, two, two of us would prefer if our daughters never had penis experiences ever in their life. No, you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. Look, mm. sex is as natural as breathing, eating, sleeping, sex. Oh it's, oh it's, it's a natural function. Every time, every time you take me high, you take me low. Spence always find a way to make the show uncomfortable for me. Every time, every, you say something that make me smile, and you say something that break my heart. You know, every time since you've been on the phone. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> so, so what? As as a, as somebody who's had this sexual journey, what what is something you would? What is some advice you would give to yourself in your twenties, maybe, to say this is this is what I've learned. This will make your life better, you know, sexually. Um, I would say um, for for women and and even men, own your own sexuality. You know, don't um, just like we were talking about with daughters. Don't be afraid to say no. And, um, and don't be afraid to say yes. You know, it's such a double standard because if your son is 17 and he's out hitting it with all the cheerleaders, then, <clears throat> you know, you slap him on the back. That's my dude. That's my boy. But if your daughter is on the cheerleading squad and fucking all the football players, that's another story. Mm. Um, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, it is. And so I think... If I had known, you know, 20, 30 years ago to just be myself and know my body, learn my body, um, and learning to ask for what I want sexually. I didn't know anything about asking in marriage when I got married to ask for things I wanted sexually. Like, what? You mean I can ask? Mm. Yeah. So so do you feel like your um, your books was kind of you exploring your fantasies? You know, somebody else asked me that, and yes and no. Um, I mean, I, I obviously write, and I have characters in my book, and, and I explore their um, sexuality and the things that they do, but a lot of things that I write about, you know, my erotica are not things that I necessarily say, oh, I want to do this, or I want to try this. Um, I, it just, you know, I, I do, uh, for example, I have written customized stories for people, and I um, had a, a lesbian couple ask me to write a customized story for them. Well, I've never been involved in a lesbian relationship. I've never had sex with a woman like that. So it wasn't from personal experience, but I was able to write for them. Mm. Okay. Um, at your maturity level, uh, do you feel like there's still things that you haven't experienced that you'd like to? Yes. Hell yes. Oh. Mm, <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, do tell. <laughs> uh, <struck> yes. a nerve. <laughs> no, I, um, there's a sister here in Vegas and she and her husband do, um, sex parties oh. and they're kind of swinger ish. Mm. Um, I'm not into okay. the lifestyle, but okay. I am sexually curious. So I have gone to her parties and really enjoyed myself, but not um, really partaken in the sex that was going on at the party. Yeah. So that may be a bucket list. I don't know. So, we'll so how did uh. how does one go to a sex party without involving themselves, but still you quote can unquote, you can just watch. Yourself? You can just watch. I've yeah, never you been just, to one. You, yeah, you just <laughs> you just watch and. Um, you know, I had a, a polyamorous couple come over, and <clears throat> he, he the, the husband, sat down next to me, and the wife was around the room. But he sat there literally rubbing my feet and legs mm. and talking to me. And it was the most sensual thing that I've ever had happen. And he wasn't aggressive, um, but just talking to him and I was, I was able to ask a lot of questions because I, I didn't really know any P 
people that were polyamorous personally. So I was able to ask, you know, well, how do you handle it when your wife does this and that? And are you guys ever jealous? And, you know, so I was able, and we sat there probably, I know, an hour just him rubbing on me and me talking and asking questions. And how turned on were you during this time? Uh, extremely turned on. And I probably would have had sex with him and the wife had I not been drinking so much. Mm. 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 Well, all right. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was the opposite. That's what had an opposite effect, like the drinking. <laughs> <laughs> do you, um, do you, are you able to point out the inexperience in men um, at this point in time in your life? One and two, what do you do with that? Do you take your time to teach them or do you call them out on it? No, I, I don't think I'd ever call them out um, because, okay. you know, sex should should be a pleasurable experience. And I would never, ever want to embarrass yeah. a guy or, you know, have him feel less than. Uh, we might not ladies? ever have sex again. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 that's foul. I'm sorry. Yeah, for yeah. you to get up and talk about the size of a man's penis or what the hell was that? And that wasn't shit. And that all you yeah. got? And oh, that yeah. that's not productive. Yeah. For the ones ain't packing, um, tell them. I need, I need a sixty year old woman. I see that now. Cool. Bet. Yeah, that's not you know. And and here's the thing: any guy that would put up with it. Um, come on, just get up and walk out. Yeah, How much yeah. pussy is out there in the world that you mm. need to be with somebody that is not going to make this a pleasurable experience? Mm. I mean, who's next? I'm I'm out. So I I, I would never call out a guy. Okay. Um, and but yeah, you can you can definitely spot an experience. Now I might I, I'm not into teaching in the bedroom because okay. you you have to come with some skill. But I might say. You know, like, you know, baby, slow down. We're not in a rush. You know, that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, maybe some guidance, but not really teaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so for, for you as an individual, what's more important, sensuality or intimacy when it comes to sex? Ooh, probably sensuality. Because okay. here's the thing. Intimacy doesn't imply sex. Exactly. I, because we can be intimate and I can feel safe and trust you enough to open up and tell you my deepest, darkest secrets that have nothing at all to do with sex. And we will have shared an intimate moment uh, where sensuality is tied to sexuality. So probably the sensuality. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, so you say you, you say you, um, you write erotica. Is there a difference between black erotica and just erotica in general, or is there not a distinguishable difference? I don't know if there's a big difference. Like, I don't know if you took two stories and read them, if you could tell the difference. Um, But we, uh, our experiences are just different. Yeah. You know, um, we, we talk about the club and, um, you know, things like that, that maybe white writers don't have that or or here's a difference you can tell sometimes because a lot of white writers will write um they'll use cock instead of dick Mm, um you know there's a couple little terms um that i think more caucasian writers use than black i mean we're not we don't call it you know it's a dick it's a dick or penis it's not a cock (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) how how much how much is um does somebody like zane 
uh, inspire you when you when you think about erotica? Or is she, is she like the goat when it comes to black erotica? And who is that you said? Zane. That's the that's the only name I know. That's a big name as far as erotica goes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she. I like Zane. Um, and she's been around a long, long time. But there's so many other black women. Okay. Um. You know, Candy Burris, even though she's on the Atlanta Housewives, mm. way back in the day, Candy was doing like live kind of talk show, sex talk stuff way back, even before she had a toy line. Okay. Um, so she's not necessarily an inspiration, but she's been around a while. Um, my really, really good friend, Ollie Levy, who's in um, Los Angeles, she was a, a writer for Sex in the City. She writes erotica. Mm. Uh, another good friend, Rundu, um, Rundu Staggers, who's out of Atlanta, she's a good friend. She does black erotic photography. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's uh, Jet Setting Jasmine, who she and her husband um, do more BDSM and um, kind of fetish stuff, but they've been around a while. Oh. Uh, Marla Stewart out of Atlanta, she and her partner started Sex Down South. It's a huge conference down there. Mm. Uh, you know, Scotty Lowe. I mean, there's a, and, and I'm, I'm, for every woman that I've named, I know there's probably 20 more, um, but there's a lot of women that have been doing erotica, black erotica for quite a while. Audrey Lord, who is a you know she's passed now but she was writing poems and shit way before zane yeah okay yeah so is by by the list of names you just gave me it sounds like black erotica is a female dominated industry is that is that an accurate portrayal is that an accurate assumption yeah i think there's probably more black women than black men um and and i have been lately on my civil rights sundays reading um stories and stuff out of a book by this brother out of Chicago. His name is Tim, Tim uh, Ellerby. And I love him because he's one of the few black men that I know that write erotica well. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they do poems, but in terms of short stories and really hooking you and um, writing with a lot of sensuality and stuff, he's like top of the list in my mind. I'm, I love his stuff. So, but mainly it's, it's a lot of women. Do you think? Do you think it's because men aren't as sensual as women that they can't connect to those? They can't write those kind of stories from uh, a believable place. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I don't think that black men necessarily struggle with sensuality, but there's an art to writing erotica. Like I said, a lot of black men can do uh, erotic poems. They can write, you know erotic poetry but when it comes to short stories because with a short story you you literally are telling a story and so sometimes that is a reach for some of i won't say all but some of the black authors to be able to tell that story and make it sound plausible you know like i i write erotic scripts for the live performances that we do um and it's hard to you know you're writing ooh 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 and ooh baby ooh and you know it sounds really dumb. Right. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and you know, like what the fuck are you saying? But so it is hard. It it is hard to make um, simple words sometimes sound erotic. Um. Do you feel? Do you think people uh, attain true sexual freedom? in their lifetimes because of all the restrictions and societal norms and religion it just seems like it's very rare for for one to do so 
Um, I think we're getting there. And I think black women kind of trailed behind white women. Um, first of all, white men have <clears throat> led the industry when it comes to porn, erotica, um, that entire industry is led by white men. And then right behind that probably um, are white women who, you know, they're, they're stepping up. I mean, come on, when, when Donald Trump won um, the presidency, you know, what thousands of women hit, you know, the Washington Square with their little pussy hats and, um, you know, they were they were in it. So they yeah. they've come a long way. But I think black women kind of bring up the rear. OK. Um, being that you write uh, erotic poetry, um, a lot of the, the songs uh, from the past, uh, you know, they'll they'll be sexual, they'll be romantic, uh, but, you know, they're a little covert basically and and today a lot of the music is you know just out in the open you know right um do you do you for one do you have a problem with that and uh you know two would you like to see um the artists of today be more artistic than you know just coming out and say oh you know i want pussy or i want dick yeah i mean <clears throat> i just think it it again you hit the nail on the head in my opinion that it lacks creativity okay that it doesn't you know, sometimes I read the lyrics of some of these songs, these songs, and I'm like, well, how long did it take you to write that? I mean, what were you in the, in the bathroom and you wrote this down and now it's a hit song? Yeah. Because it, there's no creativity put mm. in it. Yeah. Like, come on now, you couldn't figure out a yeah. phrase or how to turn. You know, here's the thing with if it goes back to like fifth grade English, you know, there's a simile and there's a metaphor. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't know how to turn those phrases and, and show your creativity. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's a waste of, um, I don't say a waste of time, but it's a cop out. Yeah. I, like I, it's easy. I, yeah. I, I agree. You know, shout out to the city boys. Oh man. With, um, with, with all all the weapons, I'd say, like oh, all the, <laughs> like all the all the toys. See, when like when I was growing up, or you know, when I listened to, uh, you know, older OGs, when I talked to them, um, fingering was big. I don't know back then, but it was for for me and for mm -hmm. the people I talked to. But with so many things now at at your discretion. Um, has it become like a lost art or are people is, is it just less desirable for women? I know a lot of women say men really don't know how to do it. True. That's that's true. Yeah. And and but you know what? See that goes back to knowing the female body. So you figure nothing. if you stick your finger in and rub my clit, then girl, you hey, this is gonna be all good. Mm. But the the clit is not even designed to take prolonged stimulation. Like you can't be down there rubbing an hour. Come on now. Mm -hmm. um, but so you have to understand that there's a vulva. You know, there's a labia that that surrounds the clit. You know, a lot of guys will ignore that. Um, you know, the G spot is still being debated, but you need to see if you can find it if she's got one that you can find so there's there's a whole exploration but here's the thing can you imagine it don't rain shit here in vegas but okay it's a rainy afternoon you and your girl your wife you're in bed you decide let's just explore yeah 
kids are gone. We go put some music on, light some candles. And the goal isn't to have sex. The goal is to just explore. I'm going to explore your body. I want to see what works, what you like, what you don't like. Where's the labia at? Do you have a G-spot? How can I find it? You know, where, okay, so the vagina is here. The clit, does it grow? Men don't even realize it grows during mm-hmm. during um, excitement. Mm-mm. During arousal, mm-hmm. that shit gets big. Mm-hmm. Like a you know, let me see what yours looks like when, when you're fully aroused. I don't know, you know, we, again, let's spend some time um, just together exploring each other's bodies before we just jump in and have sex. And fingering is huge. It's huge. Thank you know, because how else are you going to find out? Now, cut your nails and wash your hands. Don't come in here uh. from the garage with no dirty <laughs> fingernails. Talk about, no you know, girl, I'm going to finger fuck you. Not with those hands, you're not. Yeah. Uh. My man in here got them vampire in Brooklyn nails. Talking about fingering somebody. Listen, I, 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 cut, the, I, cut, I cut the right nails. I, I had to explain this to a friend before. I have certain yeah. nails that's, that's always cut. Yeah, that you got to keep your nails cut, your hands clean. Go wash your hands before we get started. So, so if, if somebody came to you and they were saying, "Okay, um, I haven't been into toys. Like I, I'm looking for something to for me and my partner to kind of get into toys. Like, what would you recommend them? I, I, like, um, I, like as a starter kit, like you know, a starter kit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it depends on the guy because some guys are intimidated by something. So, you, I think here's the thing. The guy and the girl need to go into the toy store together. Baby, would you try this? Mm-mm, that ain't for me. Ooh, look at this. What do you think about that? I personally like the cock rings that vibrate mm. because they bring pleasure not only to him, but because they vibrate, they bring pleasure to me. So if he puts the cock ring on, not only can he feel it and it all through his balls, but then I can feel it. So Shit, you can go get it. You get a, it's a, a, a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Splash, cock ring. Give me, give me two. Give me two more. Give me two more. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's see. There obviously there's the rabbit. Now this is mainly for for women, okay. but I think um, there's quite a few bullets, rabbits, and um, well, you don't want to do a deal a little, but there's a couple of bullets and rabbits that operate remotely. Okay. Mm. So put some batteries in that shit and go to dinner and put it in, and have oh, a good time. Shit. Wait before before you give me number three. Would you <laughs> would you would you prefer a rabbit or would you prefer the wand? Um, probably the wand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those remote control ones work really really well, and I mean that keeps things interesting. Okay. Give me give me a third one. Let's see. Besides the bullet and the cock ring, uh, the wand. There are some. um, There are some dildos that. have some i think they're by lilo l-e-l-o that have some really good shapes to them and they um they're easy for guys to uh palm and still insert it correctly can you, uh, so yeah could you go too fast what am i if i'm a, if i'm the male <laughs> what am i supposed to do with this deal though with my woman double penetration baby yeah penetration um i'm i mean i'm not into anal like that but people enjoy butt plugs 
So you might, again, you've got to check with your partner and see what they're going to be comfortable with. But um, Lilo puts out some really good products that are easy and they're not, to me, as intimidating. Because sometimes you go in the sex store and you see these, you know, 15-inch dildo, like, yeah. come on now, really? Yeah, but, yeah you got to, and then you've got to ask, you know, what's going to work and practice. Some things work, some things don't. Um, but I like the Lilo products, uh, definitely for, for penetration. Here's the thing, have your, have your girl, you guys go to the toy store, you bought this Lilo dildo. Um, it's, it's shaped, it's colorful. So it's not as intimidating. Um, and then you, maybe she'll have you just sit in the chair, can't touch her, can't rub on her. And you have to watch her masturbate with this. Mm. That shit dope. So that's a way to, to get it started. And then you'll realize that the dildo is never, ever going to replace you. Yeah, it's just an enhancement. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and even if you don't get into the toys, reverse roles. Have her watch you masturbate. Mm. <laughs> Oh, mm. <laughs> oh. So is it, mm. yeah, you touched a, mm. you touched a slight nerve. There. I don't know. Okay. Mm. I, don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how the rest of the panel mm. feel about that one, but yeah, I mean, um, I have had, a, I've had a girlfriend take her, her uh, laptop and put it behind her um, so that she could see what it looked like from the behind because as women we don't get to see a lot of penetration like Mm. if you're hitting it from the back then you can see the penetration but we can't yeah so you know do some things with your your phone your phone and your laptop that um you know you're not gonna publish obviously but you guys can enjoy watching she facetimed herself Yeah, but just be careful with Facebook and FaceTime shit because they you don't know who's watching and who exactly. owns it. That's yeah, I don't trust time. nothing on Facebook. Mm. Well, like what? Mm. Like what's your, what's your ultimate sexual fantasy? Oh, my ultimate sexual fantasy is um. Oh, let's see. I um, I think public sex. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That and I, I've get, gotten close, but not quite. I, I actually, um, I almost married this guy, but we uh, went off to New Orleans together. And um, I love role play, and so I put on this lingerie and a little coat, and I met him at the bar, and we kind of act like we didn't know each other. And yeah, so um, sex. I think public sex is probably the closest fantasy. Oh, okay. So would you ever? I know you spoke about going to a swinger party. Would you ever go to like a sex club, like a Green Door or Red Rooster, and, and indulging? You know, I've I've been. Um, some of those places are pretty seedy. Um, yeah, they. Mm. You, yeah, you just. I don't know. I prefer seedy, like huh? I, I mentioned my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of seedy because you get a bunch of white boys just sitting there jacking off, watching. I, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, on. tell us about it because uh, we yeah. have a man that really loves that place. I, oh yeah, yeah, I love it. I it's not, and there there are others that are more the white private. Masturbate. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not just white men that masturbate. Yeah, there's a, there's quite a few. There's in fact there's one on Eastern and um, I'm sorry, right off Eastern and um, like Pecos or something. I can't remember the name of it. But well, they close. I really liked them because they had a bunch of private rooms and people weren't quite. You know, you could close the door and do your thing. So I like them. And then there's um, God, there's one more. Oh, and there's a brother that owns one. Believe it or not. Now can we go, um, can we go back to the, the one on Eastern and Pecos because that's right around the corner from me. Can we, um, <laughs> Eastern and Pecos is the same. The go same the same way. way. They run parallel. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where we where we was at because that's both of them streets sound familiar. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, why can't a bear? Okay, so if you're going down, um, is it Eastern or Pecos? Okay, so if you're going down Tropicana and you pass that Walmart before you get to Pecos, right? Yeah. And um, and you make that right. I think it's Pecos. Okay. Um, And there's a there's a big white house on the left hand side. Damn, why can't I remember the name of it? Ain't that the Red Rooster? Kind of like McLeod. No, is it McLeod? Mm -hmm. That's Reno. Reno. Yeah. No, this is. um, That might be the power exchange. I got. I gotta remember. Yeah. I'm almost certain it's. Um, you know what? I'll I'll text it to you. Yes, please. Because it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, text my man, it to my you. Man, my man indulges in all that. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it it is a lot. I I enjoyed myself. I mean, and and it's set up so that you can watch. Um, you can just walk around. They've got a huge courtyard in the back that's open with. Um, the last time I was there, it was kind of chilly, so they had the lamps running and everything, and it's, it's cool. I like that. So you don't you don't ever take that sexual energy that you feel when you end up when you're in these settings and, and go home and have somebody there waiting for you? Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh, it's you know what? It's just too dangerous. Okay. Yeah, it's just I don't I don't trust it. No, I mean no, I, I mean somebody to... you somebody you already involved with like you don't. Cause the the only other woman I know that's done it that way that just goes to watch, she was she's married, so she would say she would go watch, and then she would take that uh, that energy home to her husband. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And take your wife, you guys go separately. Go I mean, separately. when I say separate, no. Here's the thing: when I say separately, go in as though you are not together as a couple. Oh, pay that extra fee. So she fee. might feel, you know, she might feel, <laughs> she would feel safe because her husband is there, you know. Yeah. Wow. Nah, if I if I if I pay that, whatever I'm paying, I'm going to participate. <laughs> only thing I go, only thing I go, only thing I pay to just sit there and watch the movies. All right, if it's some, that's me though. Don't let me, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, during these times, um. I would call these uh, real tense times, especially for relationships, um, you know, with the lockdown and it, the way things are headed. We're going back to uh, another lockdown. Yeah. Um, how can men in particular, um, because a lot of people are now working and, um, you know, the household being tense, how can us as men be more intimate and pleasing um during these times yeah this is a it it is tough it is tough and and you know it's it's interesting you should say that because i spent the entire month of june just kind of really 
uh, focusing on black men because it's such a, tr- it's a such a troubling time, you know, and the stresses of what's going on carried by black men is just astronomical right now. So <clears throat> I think you've got to be creative. Um, I think you have to um, be open to doing things differently. You know, maybe you guys always, 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 you know, turn the lights out and have, you know, sex on the bed. Well, you know, do something different, uh, especially if your kids are out of the house. Um, try to um, you, try to be creative, you know, try to do it in a different room. Do it. Um, have more phone sex. Do more sexting. Um Kitchen, you know, outside, again, remember balcony. that foreplay for, for women starts in our head. Mm-hmm. You know, shower together. Um, take a bath together. Read erotica. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. You know, read erotica to your uh, wife. You know, come in there. Uh, here's my thing. Run a bath water and, and, and meet her at the door and say, just, just get in the bathtub. And go, you know, talking, no discussion, just get in the bathtub and read to her. Hmm. Now, this might fuck up some that's what illiterate. You, what, what I know. What if you're a bad reader? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 you can't pronounce the words. I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, because here's the thing you don't want to embarrass yourself. But that's a real thing, you know. What's this word, baby? <laughs> what about what about um because we we are in our mid thirties, right? So mm-hmm. we we sexually we're nowhere near uh mature hmm? i feel like shit i'm near <laughs> nah, i'm almost 40 i'm just beginning baby oh that's you nigga. Um, <laughs> what up, do you have um any tips and instructions uh for us men to please our women better you know it's, it's really a, a continuation of what we were just talking about about being creative um, but I would say first, first and foremost, be yourself. There's nothing worse than a man coming to the bedroom trying to be a porn star, trying to be somebody he's not, doing shit you ain't comfortable with, and it shows because you don't even know how to do it. So oh, I think it goes like this: be yourself and um, be confident. You know, if you don't know the one stroke, one move, then be confident in that. You know, um, and and I think. Um, Pleasing a woman also begins with making her feel comfortable. You know, I I also have a girlfriend who's in her 60s like me, and her guy acts like her body is banging like Jada Pinkett. You know, I mean, he treats her like she's not going through menopause and that her breasts are not sagging and that she doesn't have a little belt. I mean, he treats her like she looks like a porn star and that will boost her confidence. So regardless of what your woman's body looks like, um, take time to appreciate it, Mm. you know, so that she'll feel comfortable. Cause if here's the thing, if you think I look sexy, then, Oh shit. 
well, maybe I am sexy, okay. You know, then I'll come out more. But if you looking at me like, damn, when you going to the gym, you know, you go let that hang out like that, then yeah. then it makes me self-conscious. So it, it's very important for a woman's morale to feel sexy all the time. Yeah. I, and, and here's the thing. We, we're not walking around 24-7 saying, you know, I'm sexy. But yeah. when it comes to the bedroom, I, I need you to appreciate me just the way I am. Even if I do need to lose 20 pounds and go to the gym or I just had a baby or, you know, I need you to just accept me in the bedroom. You know, now if we have a conversation later on about, you know, look, babe, we go, we go get in the gym together. We go lose some weight or, you know, that's, that's fine. But don't, don't bring that up, you know, when we're trying to have sex. Yeah. Okay. So as far as us today, we, we got an education, um, on this and, and our audience uh, gets this education. Um, but y- your, you know, experience uh, is pretty much women 50 plus. Uh, wh- where does a guy go? You know, do you get, have you considered, you know, making it a, a co-ed experience or, you know, do you have any suggestions uh, on a similar experience for men? Um, yes and no. You know, um, as, as I said way at the top of the show that um, I did some stuff with Twix and Just Flow and we did the barbershop talk. And I think maybe we need to come back to that because yeah. it's an opportunity that I think guys um, miss. You know, women get together. Look, we can go to a club and be in the bathroom and I done told you all my secrets and what my man do and what I do. And then I'll walk out and say, girl, what's your name? I don't even have to know you to have those kind of conversations. Yeah. But men, I think... Um, don't open up enough yeah. or, and so um, I, you know, this definitely on my bucket list to maybe work with Twix or some others to do uh, what we'd done a couple of years ago and bring those back because it yeah. was, it was beneficial. Yeah. Include yeah. us in that. We, we would love to make we that happen. Yeah. We definitely. Yeah. That. Yeah. This, if this virus ever lets us come out of lockdown. <laughs> are, there, are there some things you discovered in your journey that are like natural aphrodisiacs that a, a person might not have thought about? Um, I don't know about natural aphrodisiacs. I mean, there's a list of foods and stuff you can eat and try, but I don't think there's anything better than a nice glass of wine or a shot of tequila or some baby oil. I mean, there's, there's, or some baby, you know, there's so many ways to get started. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So many ways to get started. I I heard you earlier say you're not into like anal play, so you don't like the thumb in your butt. That's not you. (laughs) <laughs> here's the thing i know i i like um anal i don't mind the thumb in my butt i'm not into butt plugs necessarily mm. um but uh i don't have a problem with it i know some men do though mm. some men have I'm a problem going... with the anal is what you're saying? <laughs> well, no no some men, okay so for example if you having sex and your woman uh you know, rims your ass or puts her thumb in your ass. I know a guy. A lot of guys can't handle that. Yeah, no, mm. yep, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, we. Yeah. I think we all yeah. on that up. Oh, we got we got a brother yeah. in here. He's going, well, he's, he's getting there. He's getting there. <laughs> One of us is being uh, conditioned for the whole thumb. Yeah, he's getting there. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who. Nah, man. Nah, man. Hey, man, look, man. Thumb by time, by time he's forty, like <laughs> by time he's forty, our our show is gonna take a drastic change. <laughs> he's being conditioned. He don't know it, but he's being conditioned for the whole thumb. Oh, thumb is way too big. I can't oh, take pipe like that. Man. Um, before, 
before we get out of here, um, we really, really, really do appreciate you. You have no idea. Um, would you mind reading us one of your favorite poems, erotic poems? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, so I just discovered this sister. She's actually from South Africa. Mm. Um, and she, I love her writing. And I think part of the reason why is because we don't even think about the erotic when it comes to talking about the motherland or people there. Yeah. Um, but I love her stuff. And I'm not going to, I screw up her name every time, but it's uh, Novolisi. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, and her first name is N-O-M-X-O-L-I-S-I. And mm. she's got a book called Soul Vagina. Mm-hmm. Soul vagina. Soul vagina. <laughs> this is about Erica Badu. Yeah, right. That's the one. Um, that's the one with the afro. But yeah, so she's got a short poem, and I'll read it. It's called um, "Just Please." Okay. So it says, "Ease that thing into the scheme of things. By things, I mean me. Ease that beast into me." And if I scream, don't you dare cease. Mm. Wait till my slip melts into seas. Mm. It wasn't the glory of its dark hardness, suction tight by the tight pussy highness. Mm. It's mm. how he sang love songs, songs with his cock as his hands <laughs> kneaded into my skin, searching Amen. for symptoms of arousal. Mm. And how he spills secrets with his black flexing complex dickmatizing mm. injections. Mm. My body was split into sections of exploration mm. to be bruised by affections, skin wet from sweat and tongues surging. And he covered all ground. He even came around. He touched down two, three, ooh, wee, four times. Mm. And I cried, stifled by the black revelation of just please. Mm. That's one of my favorites. I've never, I've never, ever heard erotic poetry. Uh, really? That'll get me in trouble. Hey, uh, I, I don't remember messing with her, but tell her I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, tell her I appreciate it. She that'll can put my a, name at the end next time. That'll get me in trouble. Yeah. Right. See, well, that's enough. See now, see you tell me if you your wife didn't call too? you. She gonna call you on the phone and read you that shit and say, "Baby, what time you coming home?" Now, hey, you, you, I, I, you need to do. I suggest you do that in audio format. <laughs> mm. You got you. Something. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds good. I may just have to call you on it. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Um, fellas, anything? Oh uh, no, I said. Uh, we 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 thank you. Um, for all of our listeners, um, where can they find you? Oh yeah. Um, I'm at ohyearrightthere.com. So it's o h y e a r i g h t t h e r e dot com. And uh, same thing on Instagram and Facebook. 
Uh, but that's the website. Look me up. Join me on Civil Rights Sunday. Listen, I, I had a blast. You guys don't know. I had such a ball because oh, I like talking about it. all of this shit you'll all the here, time. You'll so. be hearing from us again. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I really, really appreciate the invitation. All right. Thank you so much. All right. You guys stay safe. I appreciate you. Bye. Oh, man. That was. Whoo. Man, that is, yeah, that, yeah, that she is was gold. She was cooking. Man. 66. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I ain't I never say, been turned on. I'm 66. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't doing none of that. What? Angela Bassett, like 60-something. No, I'm just saying, when I'm 66, oh, I ain't, no. you know, no, no. Yeah. Shit, oh, my yeah. dick already feel like it's 60, so, you know, shit. Yeah. I ain't got no shot at 66. Shit. I don't know, I don't know what them vibes. <laughs> 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 Michael Pills got it. Uh, 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 the hope, baby. <laughs> 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 All right, fellas. Uh, Y'all got anything before we get up out of here? Nah, man, I was dope ass man shout out to that sister, I just, man. I just, I, I, any sisters, uh, anybody else that got poetry like that about me, you know what I'm saying? Just let me know. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, know. man, you know, you just got to sit yeah. back and you got to learn, man. And again, I always tell y'all, it starts It starts with our more mature fucks. Right. Erotica books is dope, but I've never really heard the poetry. Nigga, that shit right there, nigga. I was like, ooh, yeah, we all cooking. right. Cooking right there. All right. All right, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Views from the Seven, on Instagram at Views from the underscore seven, and on Facebook at Views from the Seven. Fellas, where can they find y'all at? Twitter and Instagram, Y-U-N-G underscore Al underscore Bundy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Skinny Junior 777. Occasionally Mondays, but every Thursday. I hate y'all. Peace. Peace. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta let this rock roll in. Splash! <laughs> I forgot the words. Hey, I had all the words in my head. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <Big job. laughs>